Take a seat in your comfiest chair. Pour yourself a mug of sleepy time tea. And once you are ready, let's go on a voyage. How Am I Feeling had never been so happy. That's not saying much, since it had only been alive for the past few weeks, and it's not like there were a whole lot of lovely days in that span. In fact, for many folks on board The Feeling, these are some of the worst days of their lives. But for The Feeling, now was marvelous. While Virgil's crew had been getting up to their escapades across Windsor's Island, their trials and romantic tribulations, the feeling was doted upon by the nicest, most calming elementals the feeling had ever met. When the feeling dozed this afternoon, and ships could sleep, it dreamed faint memories of the hands that built it thousands of years ago. Pepper gray mustache and 15 jangly necklaces. But these memories all vanished when it was woken up by the refreshing smell of late spring rain. Now, back on the open waves, even the rainfall sprinkles across the deck of the feeling couldn't dull its delight. But then again, the feeling was only able to look forward. If it was looking backward, if it saw the bank of fog crashing over the estate in all its comforts never to be seen again, if it saw the quiet vanishing of Whip, Windy, the archivist, and every other friendly elemental behind that wall of unstoppable death, if it saw the walking form of death on her bicycle, turtle on her shoulder, giving each person and elemental their last and loveliest meal and conversation, if it saw the wall of fog roll past it all, without the slightest hesitation or hint of compassion, Perhaps it would not be joyful. But as it was, the feeling had never been so happy. And it wouldn't be, again, for a very long time. I am Ben Schiffler, and I am your Dungeon Master. That was kind of ominous. (laughs) What? Me? (laughs) Ominous in the last line of an intro? The feeling is sailing. And so what I would love to hear from each of you is... As you've had a little time, you've had this morning, uh, you left yesterday at around 5pm, I think, 6-ish, was when the fog took over the island. So you left with a a vial of stardust in your engine. And so I I want to know is where did you place the gifts that Windsor Veristinia gave you, uh, as well as anything else that you took from the island when you left? Uh, So Rowan took the other bunk that uh, Flaxen hadn't claimed is set up on the topmost bunk um in the cruise quarters uh last time he had uh put all the books that he'd received um from the archivist on the sort of like communal bookshelf 
Uh, but the anime box, he hadn't touched for a while, mostly because he was afraid of what it would bring. <laughs> I don't blame him. <laughs> it was very much like a Pandora's box. Um, <laughs> but, you know, soon his um, anxieties of having received notice of what would happen to last week sort of like caused um, Rowan much anxiety. Uh, and so he decided to like watch an episode of whatever was on it. I guess one of Windsor's creations. Uh, Amazing. What does uh. what does what does what did Windsor create? Okay, so when you turn on the anime box, uh, unlike when you turned on the anime box uh, previously, uh, you can see all six of the elementals inside the box are standing there, and they're all dressed to the nines. Um, and they're all kind of uh, uh, standing on the screen, uh, all pretty excited to see you. Uh, but they're all very official, and you can see clearly that the MC is the the bone elemental. Um, and uh, uh, he says, <laughs> Presenting the players of Windsor Varistenius finest anime box <laughs> and then he gestures over to his left uh, and uh, then each one by one they all introduce themselves uh, the water elemental stands forward and says I am Wilcox the Almighty and I am excited to perform for you and then he steps backwards <laughs> and then the earth elemental stands forward and says I am Ernest of the Seven Spangles and I am excited to perform for you and then he oh steps back and then the air elemental walks forward and says I am Eileen Lily Shoes and I am excited to perform for you. And then the fire. <laughs> I am Fish Breath the Pummeler, and I am excited to perform for you. And then the star elemental. I am Silly Strike, the child of the heavens, and I am excited to perform for you. And he stands back, and then the MC walks forward, the final one. And he says, and I am Bertrand Moore, master of ceremonies and master of this theater. I am pleased to perform any suite of many uh, anime. And uh, at this, he gestures behind him uh, and the fire elemental fish breath, the pummeler uh, kind of flares up and you see him disperse into a series of text uh, that all uh, uh, plasters itself to the back wall. Um, and uh, with the dial on the side of the box, you can scroll between it. Uh, the first thing is settings. Uh, and so you can see in the settings menu, uh, there are uh, a lot of different like like a la carte menus. And the, the horniness option is like turned to 11. It's like a little past oh, the, no. the line God. on that. But it does seem like the dial controls it as well as several other settings like, a, you know, mystery, intrigue, uh, Western, uh, Etc. So it seems like you have a, a pretty fine dialed control in this pretty fine anime box. I I turn the horniness level down to the lowest setting, and <laughs> I pick uh, a genre. Uh, is there like a um, God? What is it called? Like a bank heist? A, the equivalent of a bank heist genre whatever it's called. Oh, totally. Yeah, yeah, there's a there's a heist meter, but I will say like the meters affect heist all meter. anime. So like if you turn the heist to 11, if you turn into a soap opera, it will be a soap opera through the lens of heists. So you're you're talking about universal settings about what the performers will do. So if you turn the western genre to 11, if they're performing, you know, uh baseball and love summer of hot diamond, then it would be a western baseball uh even though they did not Damn. write the script that way. 
And if you cranked up the heist, they'd steal a lot of bases. Right. And if you cranked up heist and Western, then you're talking about probably they're stealing bases on a train. Mm-hmm. <laughs> out, out of curiosity, because you have to when you got character sliders, I turn up every slider up to the maximum except for horniness. What happens? <laughs> you can see there's like... There's a slight amount of terror that appears in all of the actors' eyes, like, once you do this. Uh, but, uh, yeah, you do, and uh, and then you pick one anime to play. What anime do you pick? Oh, man. I pick... One Piece. Yeah, let's go with One Piece. Yeah! Mm-hmm. Wait, yeah. I'm, Im- I'm envisioning a-, a slapstick meter, which, like, like slapstick mystery... Uh, Western romance, uh, slice like of life doc- documentary, mm-hmm. thing. <laughs> and honestly, it's just dead on One Piece. Like when you turn all of them up <laughs> all the way, it just equals quality somehow. Like it seems like that is standard <laughs> when you have all of them all the way up. Yeah. So, all right, uh, there you go. My curiosity is sated. I close the I close the box. <laughs> I, I have too many things to worry about. I can't watch an episode. <laughs> I can't watch this through. Anyways, uh, my name is Roan Ridley. I'm the human bard, and I played by Shane. Oh, Amazing. My God, that was uh, good. <laughs> all right, who next? Uh, I'll go next. So I am shoving all of the books I carried with me underneath. Uh, my bunk, the, uh, below the, the bottom bunk. And then I lay down and kind of start sort of marveling at my new sword as I listen to Rowan, listen to anime <laughs> in the bunk above me. Amazing. Yeah. Do you uh, like carry your sword on your person at all times? Or do you have like a, a mount for it or something? No, I carry it on my person at all times. I do have a mount for it, but it would only be for if I were going somewhere where weapons weren't allowed sure um yeah and i am nick Ockins, and i am your flax and roan i like my flaxons like i like my roans roans uh, keep going. Nick. 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 <laughs> okay i can i can go next i uh uh, I head downstairs and for the first time see that there are bunk beds. Mm-hmm. Uh, and to my great dismay, both of these bunk beds are now occupied. And to my even further dismay, I immediately recognize what I refer to in my head as the hentai box. And, uh, <laughs> and I, I'm, I'm just walking downstairs carrying this ukulele and I just freeze and just like look for just any other room to go into <laughs> oh yeah and, for sure uh, and i think i wound up I wind up just like uh going over to like th- the mess um mm-hmm. and and just like sitting down there and like trying trying furiously to to just like make noises with the ukulele like i haven't even figured out how to play chords yet i'm just making noises with it because i'm like <laughs> I, i'm uncomfortable with what's going on over there and i just great need to make need to a deal very with this very certain perform check <laughs> all right 
um, without uh, proficiency. Aha, nine. Nine. Yeah, it's just about what you'd expect. Uh, mm-hmm. right. You do <laughs> see that uh, similarly, there's another creature hiding in this room, and it's the Nightgast. Uh, and the Nightgast uh, flashes you a vicious look as it hears your uh, uh, playing the main, just strumming your ukulele over and over, uh, and it hisses at you from its shadowy corner. Um, I, I look at it and say, what you, you want to listen to what they're listening to be my guest go in there. And, uh, oh man, I, uh, now sort of looking at it in this kind of stalemate, I, I'm just sort of occasionally strumming the ukulele mm-hmm. and, uh, I'm Avalon Veristinia, and uh, I'm a I'm a high elf barbarian, and I'm voiced by Connor. So last night I had placed my framed flower petal next to my uh, what's the word hammock? Yes, the swingy thing. Um, mm-hmm. So it sits in the corner, just leaning against the wall, um, and I am nowhere to be seen down in the lower decks because it's fucking raining up on deck. If if I heard your intro correct, so I'm yes, hella upstairs in this rain. Uh, I'm ecstatic. I'm like up on deck with my arms out wide, like soaking this shit up, even though it's just a light sprinkling. Um, and my uh, my gift just uh, sits sits down. My one possession that is not usually on me I strapped my to my back sits down next to my hammock that I only sleep in when it's time to pass out I'm Ishmael Overcast I'm a sorcerer elf and I'm played by Emma nailed it wow I forgot the words like <laughs> normal sorcerer is a hard word to remember mm-hmm. All you don't have right. to give me validation for that <laughs> I wasn't I was being sarcastic in my mm-hmm. <laughs> okay good <laughs> Okay, well, I have Toothy's tooth, and there's a tiny little hole drilled through the base of it, and there's a bit of twine strung through that hole, which allows me to wear it as a Toothy necklace. Mm, nice. And I keep that necklace around my neck. Good. I'm Virgil, but no, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> And I'm out on the deck, enjoying the light rainfall, and I see uh, that Ishmael is as well, so I holler out, Hey, Ishmael, could you do me a favor? Yeah, I say, not even looking at you. Would you come over here for a second and stand with your back to the mast? (laughs) Yeah? Trust me, it'll be over in just just real quick. It's for Uh, the- What? (laughs) No, No need to be- yeah, I do. So then, so then I take the necklace off, and with the tooth in my hand, I trace how tall Ishmael is with the <gasps> point of the tooth on the mast. Oh. And then I write her name, his name. His name. I write Ishmael right next to it, and then I say, next year, we'll do the same thing, and we'll see how much you've grown. <laughs> Isn't Ishmael a fully grown adult? (laughs) Now, if you don't mind, would you do me? Hell yeah, I do you. 
God, I have no idea how to react to any of your Virgil bullshittery in universe. <laughs> it fucking slays me. I have no idea how Ishmael responds to this. I, I do it back. Yeah, I mark your name. You're shorter than me, right? How how tall is Virgil? I'm pretty tall. I think I'm like six something. Okay, you're probably taller than me. Uh, all right, Virgil, by your line. All blind. right, thank you very much. Can't wait to see how this plays out next year. <laughs> I'm Virgil Badwater, and I'm played by Jake. All right, uh, you are in all of these places when you hear the lunch bell ring. As you guys left uh, late last evening, uh, you had a chance to sleep in this morning and uh, didn't all eat breakfast together. So uh, it seems like Rhythm has uh, pulled whatever food was given to you by Windsor uh, out so you can have a meal together. Ah, that's nice. I'll go down and have some lunch in the mess. Oh, I guess I'm already there. So, so uh, yeah, I imagine Rhythm just like started putting stuff out. Yeah, so yeah, me. so you're, I guess you you did not offer to help as uh, she was carrying nope. food out and setting it down on the main table in the mess uh, and giving you like some looks as to like, here's when you should offer to help. Uh, and then you don't. I was very busy playing the ukulele mm-hmm. poorly. Playing. Mm-hmm. Operating the ukulele. Oh, that's what that was. When I come into the mess, if you're still like making noise, I sit down at the table and say, that's not how you play that. I, I, look, I'm really just trying to make noise because I, I don't want to overhear what's coming out of that uh, box. Oh. And my eyes my eyes are wide with just fear of, of <laughs> what, what, what happens in that box. And the camera just zooms in slowly on Avalon's face as he stares into oh, yeah. the distance. <laughs> mm. Oh, Rowan. Were you watching the box? I come in. I, I, I left the box in my bed, but yeah, I, was, I tried to watch it. I was figuring it out go? how it worked. I just saw regular One Piece on it. That's it. What? <laughs> yeah. If you, Is if you normal One Piece it. really horny? <laughs> A little bit. I mean, if you're like, you know, if you like women drawn in really unrealistic proportions, I guess it's horny. But I'm listening. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, also, what is that noise you're playing? Stop that. Um, I, I give my ukulele one final thing and then just like put it down in like a corner of the room, but not the corner where the night guest is. Mm, oh yeah. Okay. Is yeah. the night guest hanging out with us and uh, during mealtime? The meal night guest is in the corner, uh, though it appears to be shirking further and further back into the corner, away from uh, the light that is now coming from the center of the room, uh, where your meals are being placed in front of you. There's three large, uh, like, casserole trays, uh, and underneath them, there's a little pan that is full of salamanders, um, little fire elementals that appear to be keeping them warm. Uh, and it seems like uh, Windsor Veristinia left you, like, one fucking amazing lunch before you would end up using most of the uh, stored food that he gave you. Uh, But this one looks like this was probably the last meal that his chef ever truly made. uh, And it looks very good. Dope. I love rich people food. Offered in the three casserole trays in front of you. Uh, 
kept above the the salamanders, you can see there are three different options of food. The first is a strawberry bruschetta with goat cheese crostini and a side of Brussels sprouts and a bacon blue cheese vinaigrette. Uh, then, and that one will give you a plus one d twenty to any one deception or stealth roll this adventure. You get to choose when you use it. What? Uh, but you only get to use it once. Uh, and that's this adventure. So over the next several episodes. The the next one is cherry bomb shrimp sautéed in flaming hot spices and a lobster cream sauce served with a side salad and choice of dressing. And that will give you plus 1d20 fire damage to any one attack this adventure. Oh, uh, ho, ho, ho. <laughs> and then there are cheese puff pastries served with fresh cut apple slices with chips and dip, which gives you plus 1d20 to your max hit points for this adventure only starting when you eat it. Damn. Wow. And you can only pick yeah. one of the options. This kid takes the cheese puff pastries. I would love me some more max HP. I have 14. Yeah. Roll that d20 and don't get a one. Oh, I'm on the edge of my seat. I, in fact, got a one. <laughs> oh, no. Yay. <laughs> All right. Oh, no. 15 HP. Ishmael, you spilled dip on your shirt. um i will take the the shrimp in flaming hot spices more fire damage seems like a good plan what about the rest of you what do you pick i am gonna have the cherry bomb shrimp i'll have the strawberry bruschetta uh flaxen can you make me uh a charisma save sure Huh. That's a rare one. It is a rare one. I got for now. Mm. <laughs> I rolled a fourteen. Fourteen. You notice that the salamanders underneath the trays are getting pretty restless, uh, and in fact, you notice that they uh, do not seem to have well. They used to have uh, little shackles on them, um, but the shackles appear to be on the the like base of the tray and they're no longer binding the elementals. Uh, and you're probably six seconds away from these uh, salamanders realizing that uh, and beginning to jump out and cause havoc over the entire room. Uh, what do you do? What do I do? I command them to stay where they are. Uh, okay. Make me a uh, charisma roll, either like a, uh, intimidation check. Intimidation's probably good. Okay. Intimidation, I guess. And have advantage because you have the elementalist's tongue. Ooh, I get a 19. Uh, as you uh, shout this to the salamanders, uh, the salamanders in the tray in front of you with the cherry bomb shrimp uh, all freeze uh, where they are. The salamanders underneath the other two trays uh, take the opportunity to leap out of the little heating piles and they start uh, running all around the mess. Okay. I take the tray that the salamanders jumped out of and I use it to cover the other tray to trap those salamanders in it. And then I begin. What? (laughs) (laughs) What? Flaxen, what are you doing? I haven't even eaten yet. (laughs) They've somehow become unbound. Huh? Huh? If Windsor's dead and he's the one that bound them, that's probably how that works. Get, um, why do we even have these things? Get them out of here. Warm. They were Stand here to keep procedure. them warm. Says Get, Rhythm. Do something. I, I begin carrying the tray off the boat. 
Wait, is that over, all of them? Or the, no, the, half of them are running of them. around. A third yeah. of them. Two thirds of them are running around the boat. I'm taking oh this my. to chuck it off the boat. How big are is they? Is the food still on it? Uh, they're probably a couple inches long. Uh, the food is no. The food is above the tray. Okay. Th- these are like in a heating pan underneath them. Sweet. You guys take care of the rest. I'll uh, I'll get these ones what? off the boat. Hey, no, that's your job. I I I'm new to this stuff too. Oh my god. Hey, I haven't even heard of this stuff until recently. Rhythm grabs a broom and starts trying to whack the salamanders on it, but the broom does catch fire. Of course it does. Can I can I like just pick up a plate and try to thwack one over the head to knock it out? Yeah, it seems like this is a great opportunity for us to see if you can successfully capture uh most of the salamanders before most of them don't do it. So we're doing a skill challenge. We're doing a skill challenge to capture That's salamanders. <laughs> yeah. uh, so it, for this skill challenge, we're going to do it similar to last time. Uh, everyone gets one roll. Um, the average DC for this, since these are unbound elementals, is DC 15, a little tougher than usual. And Hello. the uh, the two things we can let you use are any attack roll to uh, just blast a couple salamanders and knock them out so you can deal with them. Or let's say animal handling so you can befriend the salamanders and keep them from being angry. Is anyone in this party proficient in animal handling? No. Nope. I but am. I have plus three to wisdom. Virgil is. Oh, Virgil is. Virgil is. That makes sense. Virgil is. Virgil is. Virgil, Virgil's a fighter. Virgil's a cop. Manatees. He's a cowboy. Yeah. <laughs> do you, you want to go first, Virgil? Sure. All right. Well, I see there's a few little salamanders scuttling about the table, and uh, I'd like to try and have my fire ant lasso one with a piece of twine. So uh, <laughs> can we make this make this some kind of animal handling via Becky the fire ant? Absolutely, we can. Make me an animal handling check to, for Becky to lasso up the salamanders. And ideally, if this ends in the way I want it to, she will be riding one of them. <laughs> of course she will. <laughs> I am picking up what you are putting down. I got an 11. Uh, Becky tries to lasso the salamander and in a very good Looney Tunes-esque way. Uh, the salamander bites down on the twine, which immediately goes into flame uh, mm, and burns mm. completely. Uh, and then Becky starts running away and the salamander is chomping, running after her, uh, oh, running yeah. through the mess. <laughs> That's one failure. Um, as, like, one of the salamanders, like, leaps up onto the table and, like, takes just, like, a jump off of it. Um, I'm just going to take my now clean plate um, and just thwack it out of the air. So I'm guessing that's an attack roll. That's definitely an attack roll. All right. That's a 17. That hits it. Yeah, you pull up your plate and with a wham, you uh, fling one salamander into another and they both crunch against the wall and go up in a poof of salamander's scales. Okay. I'm freaking out similar to how you freak out when you see like a spider or mm-hmm. something. So <laughs> yeah. I uh, immediately rotate the guitar around that's strapped to my back and I, p- I cast Snillock Snowball Swarm. Yay! <laughs> oh, we're going to get so beat up. <laughs> I was going to say, is, that's going to hit the rest of us too. <laughs> yeah, well, it's going to hit me. Do I'm that. Like... It's going to hit everyone. <laughs> 
but I'm <laughs> elsewhere, I think. Yeah, you left the room. You're out of the room. Everyone needs to make a deck save. Gosh. It's a 10 foot <laughs> diameter spell. <laughs> Girl, <laughs> yeah, that's that's the whole room. <laughs> Rhythm so of the nightcast both succeed. Okay, Avalon, not ones, because why would there be snowballs? <laughs> it's, it's just snow. They're not snowballs. It's it's snow. Virgil got a four. Rowan got a fifteen. Okay, Rowan succeeds. The DC is twelve. I forgot that it was against my DC. Um. And I am just going to say I auto-fail, because that would make no sense if me, the caster of the spell, could dodge the own spell that I was ca- That would just be very silly. So, Rowan succeeded, so you take four damage, but everyone who failed takes eight damage. Of course. What? Cold damage. Oh, yeah, man. It's just very chilly. Yeah. You, you make it snow in the room, uh, and uh, uh, clouds form at the very top of the ceiling, and a, a light snowfall drifts across the entire room. Uh, and the salamanders that are left in the room uh, all quietly drift to sleep uh, and explode in poofs of salamander scales. Um, several <laughs> of them have escaped the room, so those ones still need to be dealt with, um, but that is very much a success. After the after they explode and the spell like ends and there's snow all over the room, I like take a breath and look around and uh, realize what I've done and I say, "Uh, sorry." I say, I hate salamanders. Do we have a shovel, like a snow shovel? <laughs> I don't think this? it's snowed that hard. <laughs> <laughs> after getting pelted in the face with a snowball, I. <laughs> I pluck up a cheese puff pastry to get back my health because I'm just like, oh, God, I'm not going to survive this uh, adventure. And I grab two um, glasses of water and I follow the the salamanders that are escaping out of the um, the mess hall and try to like upend the water over the salamanders and trap them in there. If it doesn't kill them, at least I can try to trap them. Um, oh, very better. nice. I guess I'll try an acrobatics uh that seems more like sleight of hand sleight of hand but i'd say you have plus two because the water is clearly very powerful against them okay sure 23 very nice yeah you upend the water over the top of a a couple of salamanders uh and they vanish in poofs of uh smoke uh and you catch one underneath a glass and it kind of like uh with big eyes looks up at you out of the glass uh and kind of looks sad and wants to be let out uh last would be that's a so you have three that's a success you get a super success if flaxen uh, uh succeeds here Okay, is one of them still chasing Becky around? Yes. So I'm imagining it, because salamanders have like shooty tongues. Yes. And I'm imagining it's following it around like shooting and missing, shooting and missing. Mm-hmm. And I want to like use my new sword to chop its tongue off oh. right as it's trying to, right as it almost gets Becky. Nice. Hopefully, All right. Hopefully Sounds it good. goes okay. <laughs> Significantly more violent than anything else we've done. <laughs> yeah. So can I do sleight of hand for that? Oh, that's an attack roll. Attack roll? Yeah. That's a 20, non-natural. Very nice. That's a super success. Uh, yeah, you bring your uh, new scimitar down uh, and you slice through this tiny little salamander and it kind of explodes terrified uh, as this beautiful, uh, well-crafted pirate's cutlass sinks into the deck. And uh, at this, the ship's head pops out of a, the wall next to you uh, ah! and just gives you a, a look like, wow, that's... <laughs> 
got the very cool Thord. <laughs> oh, thank you. Yes, it is. Must there be so many surprising things in the mess this morning? <laughs> I just wanted to make lunch, says Rhythm, who runs out of the room still holding a flaming broom. <laughs> I I look I, I look around and go, oh wait, sweet. And I start collecting the salamander scales. That you do. <laughs> and with your super success, you are able to gather, uh, let's say, 2d4 worth of uh, pouches of salamander scales. All right. Three. Very nice. Yeah, you have three uh, ingredients worth of salamander scales. Great. Three units of scales? Three units. Three. Yes. Three pouches. Three. Three, three pinches. Three. Uh, Pods. Yeah, I'm done. Three pods? <laughs> yeah, three like pods. Tide pods. Three Tide Pods worth of uh, salamander scales. <laughs> With that, Rhythm uh, uh, regains her composure and starts ordering everyone around to help her clean up the mess. Uh, there's enough food to last you uh, for the next couple weeks. Uh, and it's pretty good, too. Uh, it's a lot better quality than the crap you were eating before. No one's going to eat our food, right? I look over at the nightgast, and I, I say, do you eat food? It goes... <sighs> I look over at Flaxen. I look over at the nightgast. The nightgast <laughs> looks at you, <laughs> and then it says, yes, I do eat food. Elementals eat food. What kind of food do you eat? The rats. That, we have fine. rats? You can eat the rats. Oh, you don't have many. They live in the walls and I crunch on them. Okay, I, that's I am so unnerved time. by the presence of any rats at all. Uh, well, it's a boat. You want the presence of rats? It coughs a few times and then spits up a rat carcass nope. onto the... Nope. 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 I don't need this. I don't want you to starve or anything. I'm getting out of here. It leans down and slowly slurps it up by the tail. I have left the room. I'm not here <laughs> yeah, anymore. Yeah, me too. I, I go I'm on the deck. deck. <laughs> <laughs> I call out, hey, you caused this snowstorm. You come back here and clean this off. No. Yeah, is there like an inch of snow on the ground in here? Yeah, there is an inch of snow for sure. Bye. <laughs> <laughs> All right. You guys have the uh, afternoon to yourselves. It's slightly raining outside, but not too bad. Still enough that you could be out doing things. Um, and in fact, the the ship is overly excited um, in, a, in a pretty infectious way. So uh, I think it's pretty hard not to be uh, positive at the moment on the ship, uh, despite everything. I totally want to do something this afternoon. Uh, I want to find Rowan after the mess is taken care of because I definitely don't clean my own snow mess. I book it out of there. But like a, an hour later, maybe I find Rowan uh, because I want to learn some sailing. So where where are you, Rowan? I am probably out on the decks, fiddling with some ropes, doing some just like basic maintenance on the main deck. Um, I look at you and I kind of raise an eyebrow. I'm like, well, finally, someone expresses some interest in putting in, uh, <laughs> taking on some responsibilities on this ship. Um, Doesn't Flaxen help? He does help, but the rest of you have been useless up until now. So, <laughs> oh, how how hard is it to how how is it? Should I be contributing? I I do like a mini salute, suddenly remembering like that we're on a boat. 
<laughs> it it would be useful. Um, I came to this realization after I like got hospitalized uh, by Avalon, and I was like completely useless giving out commands from my bed. And he has done that a few times, hasn't he? Yeah. So I'm not taking any what? chances. That was the- only once. I'm sorry. I'm not there. <laughs> <laughs> the next time that happens, I want you guys to be ready. Also, considering that we're coming up against like a really tough opponent, and I can't guarantee that I will, you know, either Flaxen or I or the ship will be there to get everything under control. So I, I appreciate that you've come to me with an interest to learn. I'm ready um, to learn. Teach me. Cool. So I give you a run through of all the sort of terminology of like what's on like a ship, like for example, what is port left and what does starboard mean? What is a bulwark? Um, I are you looking at the Wikipedia for boat words? Yes, I. (laughs) One of one of the Wikipedia words for boat words that you should know, um, is uh, bosun or boatswain. If you just read it as the words, uh, and it's a role on the ship that you currently don't have anyone filling, and it sucks. It's like a junior officer on the ship, um, and you'd have a bunch of them on uh your crew back at home. To, like, do tasks that need to be done and also, like, just give them to somebody so you can make sure that they uh, do them and maintain them. And, you know, things that you guys haven't done in the past, like, make sure your ship doesn't, your, your mast doesn't crack and fall over, uh, <laughs> repairing your sails, uh, taking down the sails when the wind gets too hot, like, like that kind of stuff. Um, and you I don't have any bosons to, to, to do that. So <laughs> I thought we established that it was Starburst and Pork. When did, did we, we do that? That's on a sand ship. Wasn't that a joke? Uh, oh. <laughs> <laughs> I look over at you from like across the ship and I'm like, what? <laughs> um, Must be a regional thing. As you start like naming all these boat terms, you can just see like my eyes glaze over and I just like empty smile as I try to keep track of all these terms and and just can't. They go in one ear and out the other, but I smile and nod like, uh-huh. Yep. How uh how well is how receptive is uh Ishmael to sort of like more hands-on learning then if like me telling Much you what to do? Much more receptive. All right, I hand you a rope and teach you like step by step how to tie a proper knot to like uh tie us off at port or tie us off at the docks. Oh, um, hell yeah. Yeah. I, I do it. I tie the knot. I learn. <laughs> Do I need to make a check? Or can I just yeah. say I do it? At some <laughs> point, like maybe, maybe maybe episode five or something. There was a, there was a point where I think uh, uh, Ishmael learned some very basics of boat handling. Uh, so yeah, I think this is definitely Flaxen. building on that. So I'd say uh, make me a another learning check. Uh, but since this is not a this isn't book learning, this is uh, more aesthetic learning. Yeah, I'd say maybe a. Who? What's a good one? Insight. Is your wisdom good? Does your wisdom suck? Uh, my everything sucks. I have yeah. completely balanced stats. Oh bummer. Um, yeah, I rolled. <laughs> Why'd bad. you do that? Oh yeah. It w- it was that wasn't bad enough to re-roll. It was like mm-hmm. just bad enough to keep. Yeah. So I'd say do a wisdom. Uh, not a save, just but a like a wisdom based check. check, like insight. Wisdom check. Um, mm-hmm. I'm gonna say I'm not proficient. I think that yeah, you're not seems reasonable. 17, though. 
17. I I would say that you are proficient at boats. Um, You're proficient at boats now. So boats will just say it's a new skill. Um, Obviously, Flaxen and Rowan are proficient at boats. It's probably wisdom based, uh, since that seems sensible. So I kind of like, as I'm kind of like uh, supervising you, I kind of nod nod approvingly. And, you know, as you go through these exercises, I... um, I take a moment and then I reach into my pack or whatever my, however I inventory my stuff. And how do you inventory your stuff? I have no idea. I reached into the my shirt. I don't know. (laughs) Your shirt? (laughs) I don't know. Let's just say it's like some magical. Right in the collar. Yeah, right in the collar. Some magical hammer space area that exists on my body. It messes uh-huh. with my character design. I don't want to have a b- million pouches, okay, Ben? <laughs> I mean, you have a room. You could just go grab it from your room. No. It's hammer space, what are you but reaching for real. For? I'm reaching for the spyglass, which I do keep uh-huh. on my person. You could just keep that on your belt. Then, it's a spyglass. Yeah, Those things fit on your belt. belt. Yeah, there could be a hook on your belt. Okay, I reach on my belt. You guys are so picky. Just imagine it. <laughs> um i reach for the spyglass and i give it to you uh ishmael i say Mm -hmm. well since you're up in the crow's nest you know most of the time i figured you'd make the best use out of this and it helped probably help you see further than i could on the decks but oh so you want me to like look for stuff up there yeah but this is a responsibility i'm giving to you where you have to be fairly vigilant whenever you're up there. Okay, do you want to take on this responsibility? Mm. <laughs> you can say no if you want to. Do we only have one spyglass? We do. We do, right. Yeah, yeah you should keep it. <laughs> All right. Yeah. I will use this poorly. <laughs> okay, I keep it then. How old is Rowan? Oh, it's written like, on my character sheet. How I don't old does Rowan remember. look? He's 29, but maybe he looks like a few years older just because he's really tired all the time. Okay. So, like, mentally Rowan is older than Ishmael. But since I'm an elf, probably not literally older. So I'll, yeah. I, I still consider you my, my senior. Yes. So I, uh, I give you a, a salute again, like an eager student would when, when we wrap up our knot tying and spyglass passing for the day. I give you a thumbs up. When you receive the spyglass back, Rowan, make me a perception check. 21. With your spyglass, you spy uh, a very strange sight uh, off the port side a couple miles uh, east of you. There is a large stone uh, that juts out of the water. It's a big rock. uh, And... There is a figure standing on top of it uh, that is clearly, like, standing just out of reach of many creatures that are trying to grab and uh, uh, kill it from the water. Um, Big harpoons are shooting out of the water, uh, trying to strike this figure that's standing upon this rock, and it's kind of dancing around, and looks like it has been for a while, uh, trying to avoid these harpoons that are shooting it out of the water. Do I recognize who it is? You totally do with a 21. It's Gramps. It's Gramps the Skeleton. Leave <laughs> him. <laughs> no, wait. He likes us. Wait, do you, are, do you like, uh, yeah, summon everyone to talk about this? Yeah, or... I like point him out and kind of yell over the decks. It's like, hey, it's, it's the old dude. 
It's the skeleton it's man. Old man, ugly, uh, ugly end. What's he doing? This bone daddy. He looks like he's in trouble. Who's shooting at him? Leave him. What's he doing out there? Who cares? Is that I, Gramps? I, I go. Oh well. If we're gonna go talk to him, give me a second, and I go and get the cauldron. Because I'm going to make some healing. If we're going to talk with him, I'm going to make some healing potions first. Oh. I thought you were getting your cauldron out to make him into, like, ingredients. Yeah, I thought you were going to use his cauldron. I'm going to make a soup. I can do that, too. Some bone shards. Bone shards are an important ingredient. I might as well make the use of him. We could hold him hostage. What seems to be... I mean, I think we should say hi, right? He's probably friendly. Doesn't most of he the have time. specific orders to either capture us or kill us? Yeah, Look, he I think if we does. just pull up alongside him, he's not really going to be able to do much right now. Let's go see what's what. It could be a trap. On the other hand, he has nah. let things slip about Unglian before. This could be useful. I think so. What's I'm a, with Avalon. What's harpooning him? Uh, you can see whatever creatures are in the water are shooting harpoons up at him. And in fact, you can see one of them uh, climbs out of the water uh, and it starts to climb up the rock very slowly. It's hard to see because it's also a rock, but it's clearly an angry gnome uh, that uh, <laughs> is trying to make its way up to Gramps and attack him. Uh, but Gramps like very loosely leans over and tries to kick it off the water uh, and a harpoon like shoots up and grazes off his scapula. Um, and so he leaps back up onto the on the top of the rock shouldn't these two be allied with each other they both hate us right not necessarily maybe something changed no. wait don't we still have that gnome admiral no G- i'm sorry gnome yes admiral. i was asking what we were supposed to do about him says uh <laughs> rhythm as she calls from her boat i'm planning to wait in here while you do all of this so i don't get caught up in any uh shenanigans but i've Kept uh, kept the gnome general tied up, and I've just been feeding him since he's an elemental, and he was starving for weeks b- b- before I got here. So, is there anything you want me to do with him, Virgil, or should I just leave him as decoration? Look, now nah, I never had a prisoner before. Don't look at me. What? You You're captured him. <laughs> all right, all right, all right. Well, let's see here. <laughs> seems like uh, <laughs> seems like Bone Daddy doesn't like us too much. But these gnomes definitely don't like us. Probably more and Bone Daddy doesn't like us. So if we uh we use this little guy and uh use him as some kind of leverage to Oh, not again. Rescue Bone Daddy, we can then take <laughs> Bone Daddy into our custody and see what's happening. Get some kind of advantage against uh old Unglian. I don't know. What do you think about that? Wow, I am definitely going to try and make some healing potions as quickly as possible right now. I think that's a great idea, says Rhythm, but I will say the general hates me and the gnomes hate us particularly, so I like the plan of us not trying to get them back on our side, because if you recall, I convinced them to be on our side uh, back at the estate, and then then we killed all of them. Are they like some kind of hive mind? Yeah, I don't remember that happening at all. Don't worry, Evelyn, happen? it happened. You were in a rage. Oh. I think you can just right. safely assume if we ever say something you don't recall that that's what happened. 
Yeah, that was when that was when Avalon promised me a thousand gold pieces. Oh yeah, me too. No, that one didn't happen. <laughs> yeah, I don't have that. <laughs> Look at Nishfield. Come on. You probably have it in a bank somewhere, right? Like you could just phone for that. I mean, I have to imagine my family froze my accounts. You, d- you don't have to take them seriously, Avalon. <laughs> <laughs> All right. A- a- anyway, how quickly can I make potions with this thing? That's a lovely question. Make me an alchemy check. Uh, I'm just kind of all kinds of making new skills today. So yeah, there's three <laughs> new skills that I'm adding today. We have ships, which is uh, a uh, wisdom-based role. We have alchemy, which I'm guessing is an int-based role. And we have elementalism, which is a charisma-based role. Nice. And the, I like yeah, it. The only person that's proficient in elementalism is Flaxen, obviously. Sweet. All right. So am I proficient in alchemy? Yes, you are. All right, fantastic. You had a good upbringing. Uh, 15 on alchemy. 15 on alchemy. I'd say you have the chance to combine three sets of ingredients. I make three healing potions out of uh, gnome dust and salamander scales. Very nice. That uses up all your salamander scales from this morning. All right. Um, I'm going to distribute those potions to the squishy people in this party, which is to say, uh, which is to say Rowan and Ishmael and Flaxen. Uh, Virgil and I will just need to manage without for now. How much do they heal? Uh, 1d6 plus two hit points. I'm taking it. Thank you. So, uh, I didn't mention the amount of hit points I gained from the puff pastry. But I rolled a 19 on that. Shit! Oh, boy! Are you kidding? So <laughs> yeah, my HP... <laughs> yeah, so my HP is now at 33. If someone else wants the health potion for this adventure, I can give it to them. Uh, for the record, my my HP, my HP total HP is 34, so I'm still going to let you have that one. I'll take it. I've still got cold damage I'm suffering from, so I'm at 19 right, right oh, now. Yeah. yeah, you can take that. Right. Thank you very much. But I'm also an orc. Back up to 14 now. <laughs> All right. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so oh, we got our plan. Let's jump into action. Okay, so you, uh, you're, the ship uh, steers itself within uh, a good distance of the rock, and you can see uh, that Gramps uh, is dancing around, and he's frantically waving at your ship uh, to try to help him and come save him. And then he does read your the name of your ship, the How Am I Feeling from the side, uh, and you can see him give an exaggerated, uh, sad s- s- cry and wail uh, <laughs> as he bemoans his current existence. Hey, can we <laughs> run up the, like, uh, the like brown stained flag. I recall that that's a yeah. that's a particular like we hate you and we want to eat you. I um, remember that flag. Let's get it up there. <laughs> do do oh we really want to piss them off more than we already have? Ah, uh, they're they're cute little guys. Wait, are they little or regular? <laughs> <laughs> They're gnomes. Yeah, but they got all big last time, didn't they? What? No, no that was a, that was what a skeleton dude. A skeleton dude got all big. No, no, no. Remember when we went to the gnome island and they were like little, and then they got big because they were like. When did they get? Am big? I crazy? Yes, <laughs> a little bit. Ben, help me out what here. Are they about? There was an avalanche. A <laughs> uh, fog cloud. You guys uh, rescued. You said they were wearing they clothes date. that were too big for them, and then they showed no, because up because they were wearing their own clothes instead of stolen clothes. 
<laughs> they were wearing clothes they stole from the alligators, so it was too big for them. And so it, you would think that they were savage natives. And then when you fought them at the top, they were wearing their normal imperious clothes. Imperious, imperious clothes. So it wasn't like they got bigger. <laughs> Is this what you asked the other time? Are these normal-sized gnomes? <laughs> oh, I totally understand where you're coming from. And I get definitely it not. They're, they're the same size as always. Okay. Uh, oh, should we go get good. the gnome admiral? Are, are we using him? Avalon, right. you're strong. I, 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 yeah, yeah, I'll go get him. Um, yeah, I climb over to to Rowan's boat and uh, rhythm's boat. I'm sorry, yeah, r- rhythm's boat. Um, go, I go in there. What What's the state of this gnome admiral right now? Honestly, better than he's probably been for a while. It seems like Rhythm is feeling pretty bad that she recruited him to join their side in her one kind of helpful combat action, and then it really went haywire. So she's been treating him pretty well. He's still manacled to like the a pipe, but uh, she's let him pick what music he plays, and she's brought him a couple of puff pastries that he's eating. Um, and she's clearly like settling herself in for uh, uh, the battle and you can see that she's stolen Rowan's anime box and is watching episodes of it just looks like people having weddings it's honestly a little <laughs> sad like it seems like she's probably not doing great right now and she desperately wants to be in a relationship and isn't so she is just oh. watching videos of people having weddings and wishing she was there um, and so she turns it off pretty quick- quickly once she sees you walk in and her face flushes and she says Oh, you want the, you want the, yeah, here, uh, just, uh, take him away. I, I, uh, blink a couple times at that sort of confusing monologue and, um, (laughs) noticing that, uh, that this box of evil is, uh, in this room because Avalon still hasn't figured out that you can turn down that setting. Mm -hmm. Um, I, I just go, oh yeah. Um, and I... You said he's he was manacled, like shackled to to yeah. a pipe. To a okay, pipe. then yeah. then I guess I take the other shackle and like shackle his other shackle his hands together. Yep. And then I just pick him up under one of my arms and head back to the uh how am I feeling? Does he struggle at all or is he pretty uh, he's, resigned? He's past struggling. <laughs> Uh, ah, he, he's, he's bound uh, and he's been used for this purpose so many times at this point uh, that he kind of knows what's happening. Um, the model and so, yeah. hostage. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he's sufficiently broken. Yeah, so you bring him up to the, to the deck uh, and at this point, it looks like the harpoons stop and uh, the water stills as it's clear that all of the gnomes under the water are listening to you. Uh, and Gramps uh, lets out like a kind of a... Uh, of glee uh, as he does a little dance on top of the rock. And with that, all eyes turn towards Virgil. Avalon's holding the gnome general next to you. Um, how many can I see? The Of the gnomes? Yeah. That's a perception check, I think. How about a uh... 12? You would guess, it looks like they're actually not a uh just standing under the water. Uh, if you had to guess, they're in some kind of uh, vehicle under the water. Uh, and there's probably four of these vehicles that you can see. Four vehicles? Well, that's mm-hmm. an interesting development. All right. 
You know this old song and dance, everybody. This here's your gnome, Admiral. He's one prisoner that y'all probably clamoring to see again. I know one of y'all speaks the common tongue. So turn your ships around. Get on out of here. Go back to wherever you come from. Or else your little admiral buddy, he's gonna get, he's gonna get keel hauled till the tide starts turning the other way around. I, I know the admiral speaks primordial, so actually I can translate to the admiral on standby. All right. Very nice. Even better than nonsense being yelled at them. Uh, with that, the gnome starts, the gnome admiral in this world weary voice starts saying, gnome, 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 gnome. And it seems like, uh, everyone, you can make me an insight check to see what you think he's saying, but since some of you speak gnomish, maybe have disadvantage. Disadvantage, okay. I have a four. I rolled a four also. I rolled a 14. I rolled a 12. I rolled a dirty 20. Yeah, you speaking primordial can tell not only is he not saying what you said in primordial in Gnomish, you can tell pretty clearly he is shouting at all of the creatures under the water to say, uh, Gnomes of every size and creed, I have been mistreated. These are the villains of which have been spoken. A million gold to the person that brings me their heads. Save me now before the end times come. I kick also, him. Also, there is a fog that is consuming the world. <laughs> <laughs> I, I kick him and I tell him in primordial, I'll kill you myself if you don't tell him the right thing. <laughs> uh, with that, make me an intimidation check. I look at you confused because you just kicked the thing I'm holding. <laughs> uh... Four. <laughs> you try to kick him, which I'd love everyone to picture for a moment. Avalyn is holding this gnome under one arm, and Ishmael, in an intimidating feat, tries to do like a real high kick <laughs> up to try and hit him under one arm. Uh, and it's perhaps the least intimidating thing that Ishmael has ever done in his life. Uh, and uh, it is enough that uh, you miss your first round of initiative, as everyone else rolls me initiative. Oh. <laughs> oh. Wow, we haven't had one of these. I rolled another four. Uh, 15 for Avalon. 27 for Flaxen. Damn. Good grief. You and your fancy little cloak. You and your charisma. <gasps> Rowan gets a 22. Bone Daddy Gramps gets a 17. The Gnomes uh, under the water get a 14. And the Gnome Admiral gets an 18. Oh, good. He goes before I do. Oh, good. Ishmael got a nat one. <laughs> Ooh. It's from that embarrassing high kick. <laughs> <laughs> so I see I'm going first, but I don't really understand what would set me off before the gnomes. Totally. Do so something. I think the thing that you notice is that uh, one of the vehicles under the water crawls its way uh, up the side of the rock and looks like it's moving to jump onto your ship. You can see it's this giant jeweled crab uh, that looks like it's it, it might be alive. It's probably a sand elemental of some capacity, but it has three little capsules in the top 
of it with clear uh, like bubbles where you can see three gnomes are sitting inside moving little joysticks around. Amazing. Seriously, wow. in the drift. Uh, this, that's pretty intimidating. I've, I've not seen anything that mechanically complex outside of my homeland. Yeah, it's definitely... It, it actually, that's pretty interesting. Maybe make me a history check. Um, yeah, that's a one. <laughs> yeah. You there have no idea how they built this. <laughs> there used to be things. <laughs> this sure is a thing things you happened. see. Time sure passed. Is. Thus is history. Uh, very good. Okay, uh, so Flaxen, that's what you see, and you see that there, that a uh, crab is about to jump over. You can also see there are three other crabs below the water, okay. um, and uh, you can also see that the gnome under Avalon's arm uh, is probably going to bite him and try and run away. Um, how big are these crabs? Like, uh, I'd say the size of a size, size of, of a, a large go kart. Size of a large go kart. Okay. Yeah, I grab uh, the nearest like heavy object which i imagine would be like an anchor or something like maybe not an anchor that would be way too heavy <laughs> had a heavy. cauldron <laughs> there's a cauldron on the deck that's oh, a perfect yeah. do not I, use the cauldron i grab the cauldron amazing oh no and i jump on the crab and try to smash the glass oh okay Damn. make me an acrobatics check to jump on the jump on the crab a 17 on acrobatics. A 17, yeah. You leap from your ship onto the rock. Um, and uh, uh, from there, it's an easy drop onto the crab itself. Uh, the gnomes look pretty spooked that you're there, but they definitely look less intimidated than the other times you fought gnomes. Uh, when you fought them on the dock, clearly they were not in their element, or maybe those weren't like their army <laughs> or something. Um, mm. when, and when you fought them back on, uh, the Wedgestone Isles, those are clearly colonialists, not an army. These folks look like they are used to fighting, um, and especially used to fighting in their own element, which would be in and around water and earth. So they are surprised that you're there and made the jump, but they're not scared. Okay. Uh, yeah, I'm just gonna try to smash the glass with the... Make me a strength roll. Okay. <laughs> That's an eight. Dong, dong, dong. You bring the cauldron down on top of this thing and leave some pretty sizable dents in the side of the cauldron as you smash it into this crab. Whatever thing this, uh, it's the, the transparent material this is made out of, it is not glass. And that's for certain. Uh, and so you bring this cauldron down on top of it and you dent the cauldron. Is, do I have enough, like, since I'm, <laughs> hmm, do I have enough time God, left to, to toss, toss the cauldron back on our boat? Uh, yeah, I think with your, uh, with your roll, you definitely can toss it back pretty easily. Right. Yeah. I toss and it, it rolls back. down uh, at Avalon's <laughs> feet and you just kind of see it roll half-heartedly and wobble and fall over. <laughs> yeah. And I just hang on. I am speechless. Excellent. All right, Rowan. So initially I was just going to suggest that we just take our ship and leave, um, and completely just like cancel out of this, uh, cancel out of combat <laughs> by leaving the situation but now yeah, that please don't do that <laughs> yeah but now that uh flaxen has jumped down i just kind of like go okay well we can't leave you you know you behind uh so i cast vicious mockery so i so like my my opponent does not need to understand me which is good excellent so that is what that was uh, what's your saving throw it's 13. 
Fortunately, this crab is not very wise, and it fails. Cool. Three. Three damage! (laughs) What do you say to this uh, crab as you viciously mock it? (laughs) (laughs) Oh. Why must you always ask this? Yeah. It's it's, it's like a glassy looking crab, right? Yeah, it's jeweled. Take that, you gaudy crab. (laughs) Take that, you gaudy crab. I can see right through you. Hey, that's transparent. (laughs) (laughs) It gets wrecked to the tune of three damage. All right. (laughs) Uh, Next up is the Gnome Admiral. Uh, The Gnome spins its head all the way around, since, of course, it is made of stone. Uh, Like an owl? Yeah, like an owl. Oh, that's that is and so it, disturbing. It opens its mouth up, also like owls do, but most other animals also do that. And uh, uh-huh. a jet of sand comes out of its mouth, uh, shooting into your eyes. Oh, shit! Whoa! <laughs> what the fuck? Uh, Never so roll me a strength before. save. Could it do this the whole time? <laughs> uh, that's a seventeen. A seventeen. Uh, all right, you fail. Because uh, it's not twenties, and uh, it uh, shoots the sand into your eyes, decreasing your AC by four for the rest of the combat, uh, and you drop Whoa. it. And, and I drop him. Ah, yes. And oh, with shit. that, he runs over and starts climbing up the mast. Oh no! <laughs> After him. Uh, next up would be Bone Daddy Gramps. Uh, Bone Daddy Gramps uh, looks delighted that you've jumped over Flaxen, and he turns towards you and says, Well, thank you so much for rescuing me, Flaxen. Seems like you're in tip-top shape. And look at that sword. That's excellent. Maybe use that to attack it next time. Looks like it might do a little more damage than your cauldron. Uh, I mean, I, it's brand new. I don't want to dent it. <laughs> <laughs> don't worry it won't dent it at least not now he says and he points one of his hands at you uh, and you feel yourself uh, overflow with the energy of a bull or and other animals um, as it seems like uh, your strength and dexterity both go up by four for this combat wow what if my dex is already plus five then it's plus seven for this combat wow alright that's good wow next is Avalon. I have had it up to here with these gnomes, <laughs> and I am so displeased with getting sand in my eyes, and mm-hmm. I, I'm i going to full-on enter rage, uh, draw my greatsword, and just go after the gnomish admiral. <laughs> Amazing. Rip our mast. <laughs> Yelling, <laughs> don't hurt no, it. don't rip our mast. It's like King Kong going up the Empire State Building. Um, yeah. I Also, uh, this hasn't come up in a while, because I didn't have my greatsword the entire time that we were on uh, Wendy's Island, but it, this is the necrotic greatsword that I got uh, from the Penny Whistle Patrol. Yes. Ah. Um, and I'm kind of forgetting what the necrotic part of it does, but it, it's, it is I a remember. plus one. It's All plus right, one. Well, it deals necrotic damage, and if you kill a creature with it, it sticks around for an extra turn and fights its friends with you. Ah, right. Okay. How far up the mast is this guy? I'd say 10 feet. Oh, okay. So that's enough for me to just like jump up. Well, you actually see that uh, he is just above a line that says Virgil. Oh. Oh. (laughs) So six feet, five inches. Okay. (laughs) Well then, uh, that's that's plenty low enough for me to just like hit him off the mast with the sword. So I'm Mm -hmm. going to attack recklessly to do that. Virgil's six, five? Jeez. 
He's a big dude. Um, He's that a big is boy. a oh wow, only a twelve. Only a 12. Yeah, you swing wide and you miss and you actually leave a pretty sizable notch exactly at your own height in the mast. <laughs> All right. So because uh, because we're um, tweaking the uh, totem warrior uh, a bit so that uh, Avalon doesn't talk to animals, but he does yes. get uh, the frenzy uh, ability from the berserker class i will make my extra melee attack against this guy very nice um <laughs> 24 24 yeah that'll hit this guy 16 damage uh Ooh. i choose wait i choose to add the fire damage for this attack oh so roll an extra d20 um that's only four but that's uh. 20 damage that's 20 damage. That is Damn. enough to bring the Admiral down at a single blow uh, as you yeah! explode in him into Gnomi shards uh, that fly across the ship and into the ocean. <laughs> and uh, yeah, it's like a, a firework going off on the ship as you guys all uh, uh, spin to see this explosion of dust and Gnome. Finally, we don't have to keep him around anymore. <laughs> what a it waste was, of food. It was very worth it. <laughs> was it, though? <laughs> and in his place, you can see there is a spectral ghost form of him uh, that looks up to you as if asking for what it should attack. Um, I suppose I sort of growl and look out towards the crabs. That's as much of an order as I'm going to give him in rage. Yep. And he runs over towards the crab saying, Gnome, 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 as the ghost Gnome walks over that way. Uh, so the Gnomes that have a flaxen on their back uh, start grabbing you with the two big pincer claws to try and snap mm -hmm. at you. Um, mm -hmm. One of them with a 22 and the other with a 21. My AC is 15. Yes, they both hit. Dealing six and seven damage, respectively. Uh, uh, and it crunches against your uh, chest as they go yomp, 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 yomp. Uh, under the water, you can see stirring as the uh, crabs focus their attention on your ship, uh, the feeling instead of the uh, rock. Uh, everyone on the ship, you can feel one of the crabs attach itself to the bottom of your ship and start crawling up the underside uh, and oh, pop no. up on the on top of your deck. Uh, and it stares you all down as that's its full move. And it goes click, 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 click with its little crab claws. Ooh. That's actually dramatic as hell. Like as it climbs up the side, does the boat kind of like tip a little bit and there's oh, like yeah. water that splashes up as it lands on top. Mm -hmm. That's super cool. Uh, the two other ones under the water stay under the water, and you just see harpoons fire up uh, at the people on the deck. Um, one of them shoots towards Ishmael, uh, missing wildly uh, and flying <sighs> far over the top of your boat and landing in the water behind it. Uh, and another one shoots up at Virgil, Ooh. missing even wildlier uh, with a nat one, <laughs> um, and he shoots it into the side of the rock next to him. Ping. Uh, next is Virgil. All right, I turn and uh, face down this new crab that has boarded our ship. Can you uh, give me a description again of, of this mecha crab? Totally. So the one that leaps up on top of the ship, it's kind of sapphire. It's speckled with what look like, you know, faux gems. Uh, it's a big jeweled crab. It looks to be some kind of earth elemental. Uh, and then there are three bubbles where its eyes would be that are kind of clear domes, where inside three different gnomes are sitting, moving different joysticks around like they're piloting a mecha. 
Interesting. Would you say that it is made of minerals that are metal, or is it some other kind of earth? It's probably some kind of stone earth thing. Uh, it's not metal. It's more like gemstony. Cool. And there's a glass thing, right? Yes. Well, oh. it's not glass. I said it was not glass. It's like uh, some kind of clear crystal. All right. Well, I want to try and punch through it with my hand. What? <laughs> <laughs> okay. Zoom tight. <laughs> you did see uh, uh, Flaxen try and crack through it with a cauldron, and it did not work. In that case, I will try and <laughs> leap onto it and use shocking grasp. <laughs> Love it. It oh. <laughs> does sound more effective, yes. That does sound more effective to me. With both hands, I just kind of get on there, hands, fingertips spread apart, and I bellow, and I attack it. <laughs> King grass. acrobatics to climb up onto it? Uh, 16. 16, absolutely you can. Uh, it seems like it spent most of its like coordination trying to get up onto the deck, so it's pretty easy for you to clamber up to it. As you're on it, you can see that there's a lot of like cracks uh, in the sides of this thing where you could probably wedge your hands into uh, if you're trying to get inside past its exterior shell, uh, mm -hmm. if you want to try and shock the gnomes inside. Well, I was wondering if it would be conductive to electricity. That's why well, I was asking what it was made of, but it sounds like if it's some kind of stone, unlikely, unless it's granite. I, is granite conductive? Yeah, dude. It is wet. It is wet. So that's like Pokemon rules says it should be shocked. <laughs> <laughs> and it's salt water, which means it's conductive. Anyways, mm -hmm. it's not metal. You already said that. So I'm just going to yes, give it the old metal. one, two, natural one, minus one, zero. <laughs> <laughs> so you're just punching it? Apparently. <laughs> Wow. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you get up and with a hearty sha, you would start slapping the top of it uh, to little to no effect. It's like it's like a bongo drum on on yeah. the little glass. <laughs> For thing. some reason, this magic stuff's still pretty new to Virgil, and he didn't trigger. <laughs> <laughs> oh, very good, Ishmael. Uh, Ishmael's recovering from his wipeout, so I don't have a turn. <laughs> oh, yes, that is true. <laughs> oh, wow. This is a really long recovery from, from yeah. this wipeout. Is, <laughs> is this just like, like a psychological, just like you're, you're just having to build your self esteem back up again? Uh, I think it's a, a sudden overwhelmedness from a shit ton of things going on. Uh, a gnome exploding into fireworks, a crab jumping on our boat. I'm still like prone on the deck. I'm just kind of like, looking around and getting up slowly. I think that's what's going on. Yeah, for that's sure. There's fair. kind of a, a spinning shot as you're like getting up and the camera moves around you uh, as you have a kind yeah, of a Michael cool. Bay power pose. Uh, <laughs> no, I don't like that. <laughs> uh, okay, Flaxen. All right. Uh, Top of the round. With, with this new inspiration from, uh, from Daddy Bones, I'm going to pull out my, my pirate cutlass and attempt to Use it to smash the crab or, you know, slash the crab. Slash that crab. 21. That'll for sure hit. Dealing. Uh, whoa. Is that right? Yeah, 20 damage. Jeez. Wait, boy, howdy. That's wrong. Hang on. 24 damage. What? <laughs> <Jeez>. <laughs> I max rolled. 
Oh my god. Three dice. Sneak oh attack god. and, and now he's got a plus seven dex modifier, so oh like god. that's happening. <laughs> you raise your scimitar aloft and you bring it down straight through the uh, uh mechanisms in the front of the crab. Um it immediately slashes through one of the gnomes underneath the chitin um, which uh, crumbles into dust uh, and the rest of the mechanism like you can see sputters sends out sparks and then cracks as the crab itself dies wow. Uh, wow. and uh, and then the other two gnomes inside the crab uh, look at you in a bit of a panic uh, and they both press big red buttons on the right and left uh, and they eject out of the top of the crab uh, and they flailingly land on the deck of your ship they don't even have like a pair little parachute oh they should have a little parachute for sure <laughs> rowan you're up okay for the one on the ship i want to cast sleep on Ooh. the gnomes that are inside the the crab to try to make them hey. fall asleep at the controls ah, i like it i like it very much just a uh, heads up, listeners. I had to change my spell set because of some uh, world building rules that were implemented. So I have sleep yeah, now. The stuff that we talked about last time in the trial. Uh, yeah. The fact that we can't control people's minds or change time or uh, raise the dead. I, I rolled a 22. So depending on how many hit points that adds up to for gnomes, mm -hmm. that's like how many uh, gnomes are affected by it. So what is 22 points? It looks like points? with 22 hit points, you, all yeah. of the gnomes fall asleep, uh, slumbering yeah. at their controls. Uh, gnomes have pretty nice. low hit points. Yeah, so oh, cool. all three of them uh, fall snoozing with their heads on the controls. And their controls begin spiraling a little bit out of whack. And so the crab begins to like teeter back and forth pretty uh, uh, recklessly. It hasn't fallen off the ship yet, but it's close. Uh, next is the Gnome Admiral, uh, who charges at uh, oh, the... Uh, he exploded. Oh, right. He's a ghost. Right. Oh, yes. Yeah. He charges at one of the Gnomes on the deck, uh, and he runs over and starts to whack him. He's pretty weak, so it doesn't help that much. But uh, he runs up and he punches him square in the jaw for a point of damage. Yeah. <laughs> and then he disappears in a puff of uh, need to be resummonedness, and that is the last we saw of him for now. Oh, jeez! Uh, Gramps at this point uh, raises his uh, uh, skull. He picks up his skull off of his head and holds it out like a megaphone, uh, and the jaw unhinges, and he lets out. Uh, uh, he he first says to all of you in common, "Plug your ears." Uh, and then he lets out a deafening screech. Uh, Scotty, could you edit in a deafening screech here to kind of deafen all of our listeners so they have a... <laughs> kind of pump up the volume so it does break their eardrums. Okay. Yeah, so they're immersed go. and they feel just the like the gnomes. volume will be all the way up. Blow out mm. their headphones. Yeah, it yeah. should break at least a few speakers. Uh, and uh, you guys all... Uh, do you, Unless you decide not to. Uh, you guys all have time to cover your ears before no, he uh, lets out No, I definitely cover this. my ears. I decide yeah. to cover my ears. <laughs> Avalyn is in no state to be going on the defensive and therefore does not cover his ears, of course. Of course, of yeah. Course. So just Avalyn has to make the uh, uh, constitution save. As we know, uh, Bone Elementals in general can make this kind of stunning screech. Avalyn gets a 19. Uh, so Avalyn just takes damage. Avalyn just takes two points of damage. Okay. And uh, 
the gnomes underwater seem to be stunned as the uh, crabs stop firing their harpoons underwater. And the gnomes on the deck are already asleep, so it doesn't affect them. And the, the one that just got punched by Ghost Gnome uh, and the other one, both of them are stunned as well. So they just kind of stand there limply. Next is Avalon. Okay, uh, I'm going to attack these two stunned gnomes on the deck. A one has um, one less hit point. Uh, great. I'm going to attack that. Uh, I'm going to say that one's probably the one closer to me because that's what uh, the Admiral attacked. So I'm going to yes. attack that one first. And that is a 14. A 14. That'll hit the gnome. 13 damage. Yeah, that'll crunch this one into gnome, gnome dust. And then I just uh, spin through that sword slice and just slice again at the next one with a 23. Uh, yeah, uh, you'll absolutely to, hit him, to too. Be, and that is 19 damage. 19 damage. Uh, at this point, Flaxen, uh, you once again, as always, see the great form of the phoenix uh, behind Avalon. Uh, it's uh, sitting on top of the ship, um, but it seems to be staring at you and not giving Avalon much mind. It's um, It's really big, right? Very big. Bigger than the courthouse. Does the shackle still have the moon symbol? It does. It does. So whoever bound him is still alive. Yes. Okay. Oh, I, uh, are you putting two and two together? Yeah, I know. Yeah, it means the Lunaroids won that little battle. <laughs> yeah, I I try to... Uh, I, I literally wrote down, I didn't think that they would put that together, but I'm good. Class, <laughs> you figured it out. I, I try to, so the, the crab is like out of commission on the side of the rock, right? Yes, that one is very out of commission. That one's that's crunched the one that I'm. That's the one I'm standing on? Correct. I like try to duck down behind it and in uh, 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 being intimidated by the big phoenix. Uh, the next pulse is the gnomes under the water, which are all stunned. So then it's Virgil. So there's there's still a, a crab around, right? There's a crab on the ship, but all its uh, gnomes are asleep at the wheel. I want to try prying open the crab body to get it to soft interior. Very nice. It's much easier now that they're all asleep and it's not moving. Mm-hmm. So make me a... Disable device check. We don't have that anymore. Uh, slate of hands. Can we try brute strength? Brute strength? Yeah, <laughs> you can just do a brute strength check for sure. Seventeen. Seventeen. Uh, absolutely, you're able to pry up one of the plates uh, that attach to what look like a little central room inside the crab, where one of them is allowed to stay when the other other ones are driving. And you can see there's a little pack of cards where they're probably playing against each other there. And it looks like they were listening to a little record that's in the side of the crab. Interesting. I want to. I want to try toggling the the switches. <laughs> very good. Uh, very good. So yeah, you lean past them. Which one do you lean past? The left, the middle, or the right gnome to toggle the switches? Uh, the left one. Uh, okay. Uh, there's uh, a big red button on the left wall. There's three main levers in the middle. There's a couple of dials. Uh, and then there's a blue button to the right. Red button. All right. You hit it. Make me a deck save. <laughs> Seven. 
The gnome flies into your face uh, as it, you hit its ejector seat, uh, and it smacks you in the nose, dealing two points of damage and giving you a bloody nose. Uh, as it flies through the air and shoots off uh, 150 feet uh, west of you uh, and lands in the water a long distance away. <laughs> All right, I'll call that the end of my turn. <laughs> <laughs> Great, Ishmael. Okay, I'm going to cast... Snillix Snowball Swarm mm-hmm. on the I cast on the crab they have to make deck saves but they're asleep so I'm going to assume they auto fail auto but fail Virgil makes a deck save DC 12 fail uh, 8 8 damage 8 cold 8 god, cold damage god damn uh, and with that the two other gnomes freeze to death in their sleep it's a peaceful way to go yes. <laughs> And the rest of you all get a little cold as well. As you look up to the sky, the the rain that has been hitting the deck of your ship slowly begins to shift into sleet and then snow. And around you, for probably a mile radius around your ship, it is snowing in the end of spring. Whoa. Okay, cool. That's me. That's my turn. Next is Flaxen. I am just going to try to grab Gramps and give him a lift onto the boat. Oh, nice. Onto our boat. Uh, yeah, if you take your whole turn, you'll have an advantage on your acrobatics check to jump over. Sweet. 26. Boy, howdy. Yeah, you leap over onto the deck uh, and land with a graceful kathunk, uh, and uh, Gramps hops off your back uh, and pats you on your back and says, Thanks for the lift! You're a good one, champ. You got a good head on those shoulders. Couldn't have done it without you, Gramps. Oh, he uh, blushes, which you didn't know skeletons could. Rowan. I guess I walk over to uh, Virgil. You're you're pretty hurt, right? Yeah, and my nose is bloody. Okay, well, I cure minor wounds on you. Or we could, like, sail away? Oh, yeah, that's what I would have uh, also done. We could probably do both. Can we just leave? <laughs> uh, Aren't these crabbies or, attached to the boat, or are they not? The crabs under the water did not attach to the boat oh, yet. Oh, yeah, no. let's get out of here. Is there still one on I'm top just... of the boat? Uh, it is, but all the gnomes in it are dead. Yeah, it's Sweet. unmanned. We can, like, study it. Yeah, we got our own yeah, little crab here. Yeah, crab maybe crawler. we could, like, yeah, maybe the smallest of us could pilot it. Could be useful. I don't think any of us are small enough. <laughs> Uh, I have a quick question, though. How aware is Avalon of the crabs that are under the water? Uh, Neither. Avalon is very aware that there is a bone elemental on the deck, uh, and he's looking at you in a little bit of fear. All Uh, right. But Avalon, this is a foreign entity, and it looks like it probably should be killed. Um, Yeah, probably. At, At the same time, also, there is a big crab on the deck. Uh, yes, but it is, the gnomes in it are dead, and you do know that. Oh, uh, oh, so, so Avalon can tell that, okay. Yeah, um, uh, and Bone Daddy Gramps, uh, spends his turn jumping over, and then it's Avalon's turn. Okay, uh. Wait, so what did Rowan do on his yeah, turn? Yeah, oh, like, Did we, we actually sail away? So, can or I. did you heal? So, so if it doesn't matter if it goes out of order, can I react to Avalon charging at Gramps? Uh, you could delay your action until after Avalon does a thing. I don't yeah. know that. 
And yeah, so, sure, you can you can wait until Avalon goes, but Avalon will go before you, so it's up to Connor to what Avalon wait, does. Is this a is this a Rowan is putting himself in the way of Avalon charging at someone <laughs> again? No, I am I am not wasting my thirty three hit points on this. Um, I want to cast. I want to try. Can I cast sleep again on Avalon? If you have to spell to- spots, oh. you can. Yeah, I think I do. Unfortunately, yeah, so- to all the listeners in the audience. Elves cannot fall asleep magically, <gasps> but uh, Rowan true. doesn't know that. So please cast sleep. He also has a sleep. lot of HP. Yeah, Rowan doesn't know that. Rowan, no- Rowan does not know shit. that. Yeah, Avalon is injured. He's only at around two thirds health right now. Um, oh. Anyway, Av- I I charge at Gramps. Okay, Flaxen, you are between Gramps and Avalon. Uh, can I do? Hmm. Well, it's not my turn, but could I make like an acrobatics? You can make a reaction, yeah. An acrobatics to pull him out of the way, like yeah, I'd say it's a deck save. Deck save, all right. Fourteen. The fourteen, you can get either you or Gramps out of the way, but not both. All right, I pull Gramps out of the way. Okay, you shove Gramps to the side, and Avalon bull rushes (laughs) you. Avalon, make me attack roll. Of course. Can we also say that as I'm uh, as I'm sprinting, like uh, snowflakes that hit Avalon, uh, like sizzle and oh, yes. and, and evaporate. Oh, I that's love dope. That. <laughs> yeah. yeah, and in fact, uh, Flaxen, you can see uh, a fire burning deep inside Avalon's eyes uh, as he charges at you. All right, I brace for impact. Out of character, I apologize deeply for what's about to happen. It's okay um, because. Uh, I, I have a, a class erase feature that'll should help me with oh, this. Oh, okay. Um, yeah, I roll a twenty-one to hit. Yeah, yeah. I have a fifteen AC, not a twenty-one AC. All right, and I deal uh, sixteen damage, of which a good chunk is fire damage. In case that matters. Yeah, that would definitely knock me out. But uh, I use whatever the resilience thing that half orcs get is. Resilience endurance. Resentless Resentless and Erminus Ernest Merman. Resentful. Resentful endurance. That's what I use. Resentful endurance. That's pretty good. All right. It's kind of accurate. Okay, so as this is happening. Oh, sorry. Go ahead. Which is that I have the second attack. Second attack. Take him out. Uh, I think I want to do it before that. So uh, okay. you you tackle him to the ground, and uh, uh, Flaxen, you can see a fire burning deep in his eyes, and over his shoulders, you can see the phoenix is staring at you as well. Uh, and it is looking at you quizzically, but not angrily. And it's almost as if you can see a mirror in the faces of uh, Avalon and the phoenix as they both cock their heads for just a moment at the end. Um you have a reaction if you want to do something. Yeah, I want to try to control the phoenix. Whoa. What do you say to it? Oh my god. Um, I, th- I think I'm just going to shout, like, stop. Make me an elementalism roll, and uh, right. Avalyn, please make me a wisdom save. Not 20. I'm so sorry. Oh, oh wow. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe if you well, say, I, please stop, it'll work better. I, I rolled a 21, <laughs> but it was not a natural 20. The phoenix backs up a few steps, and you see Avalyn pause for a moment. And then Avalyn's sword comes down. Oh, boy. Attack roll. Hey, I might roll poorly, <laughs> no. but I don't. Uh, that's, a, that's, a, that's a 23. Um, 
it's a whole bunch of damage. So, um, yeah, you immediately fall unconscious now. and start making death saves. Plaxon. All right. Oh, so I think I make my first death save on my turn. Correct. Uh, yeah. So Rowan, what do you do now that happened? So my sleep thing fails and I'm like, Oh yes. Yeah. Uh, oh, you already did it. Oh, so I you already, already did it. So yeah, I did then, it while uh, he was running and it failed. So, uh-huh. so in that case, it is Virgil's turn. Well, we've seen this before. Um, I would like to run to the engine room, <laughs> use my additional action to continue running to the engine room, and throw a vial of stardust into the engine. <laughs> Excellent. You can see that uh, Quartermaster Rhythm has put a little glass case on the side of the wall next to the engine that does say four emergencies, and it has a little vial of stardust right there just next to it, so you don't need to go fish it out of your boots or wherever you store them. That was a good uh, idea. Yeah, it was a smart one. Uh, And uh, yeah, you're able to chuck it in the engine and uh, uh, the ship appears down with its giant uh, walrus face uh, looking at you and it says, all righty then, I guess let's get out of here. Let's ride. (laughs) And uh, with a jet uh, like shooting out the back of the engine, uh, the ship takes off. uh, And uh, uh, as you do, you on top of the ship, you can see uh, a couple of harpoons fly uh, harmlessly behind the ship, plunking in the water behind you as the two remaining gnome crabs climb up on top of the rock uh, and click their hands angrily at you, um, but clearly unable to catch up to your speedy ship. What happens to the like uh, the inert crab that's on top of the deck with all this acceleration? Uh, it would probably go slam into the, uh, the captain's quarters. Um, but <laughs> it's, uh, it, it doesn't seem like it actually breaks anything. The walls seem to have been rebuilt pretty well. Uh, but that doesn't solve what else is happening up on deck. So yeah, we are up with Flaxen. Flaxen, death save. I didn't get to. Oh, sorry. Yeah, I didn't get to go. Sorry about that. Yeah. I'm going to calm this boy down. I, uh, throw my guitar off my shoulders. I run up to Evelyn, and I hug him from behind, and I try to calm him. I, I whisper, hey, 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 shush, shush, we're done, shush. Try to calm him down. Uh, make me a persuasion check with advantage versus wisdom save. 16. And I got a six. All right. Uh, and with that, you're able to calm him down, and the fire leaves his eyes, uh, and the phoenix vanishes from behind him, though you can't see it. Um, I, uh, come to looking down at Flaxen's body and I go, shit, 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 shit. Hey, um, hey, hey, and, hey, it's okay. It's okay. Calm down. Uh, and I go, Hey, Rowan, can you, can you do something? Can you help? I throw a disgusted look towards you. All right. Flaxen death save. I got a 16. That's one success. And I wordlessly walk over and, uh, Cast Cure Minor Wounds on Flaxen. Excellent. How much health do you restore? It's actually a seven. Alrighty. 
So, yeah, I, like, wake up with a start, and I look around to make sure Avalon is no longer in rage. Yeah, you wake up maybe, like, a couple minutes after, like, it takes a little while, and at this point, we kind of see from your perspective that the uh, the scene has calmed, and your ship has the, the rock out in the ocean far behind it. Uh, and uh, Ishmael and Avalon are over with each other, uh, probably talking to each other or just having a moment. Um, and Gramps is uh, having a immediate fast friends conversation with the ship. Uh, and uh, Rhythm is making her way back off the boat. Uh, and uh, Virgil and Rowan, what are you two doing? I fumble for that health potion and uh, immediately drink it. Ah, uh, yes. Um after you get that health potion down on you, I kind of like put your arm over my shoulder and try to support you back into the captain's quarters and put you in your bunk. Oh, is everyone okay? Yeah, mostly. I think, uh, Did we get gramps. Yeah. He's all right for now. We stopped to figure out what to do with him. All right. I'm going to, I'm going to lie down for a minute. I've just ran to the the stern of the ship to make sure we haven't been followed by any crabs or anything. Any sneaky, sneaky gnomes. You certainly have not. Your uh, quick thinking stardust uh, has left them far in your wake. <laughs>